0: This is Envision Self-Healing Podcast, episode number 38. Hi, I'm Will Fuller. And I'm Richard Miller. And we are the co-creators of EnvisionSelfHealing.com and are dedicated in helping you improve your eyesight and quality of life by taking healing into your
1: own hands. The topic of the week this week is teaching old teachers new tricks. And in the second half of the podcast, we're going to be answering a question from a Twitter follower who has just had LASIK surgery and now asks, I have trouble seeing at night a blurriness uh, after doing LASIK surgery. Is that normal?
0: So Richard, how's the world of self-healing been treating you this week?
1: Well, I'm trying to get back onto a more regular schedule. Mm-hmm. And uh, just before this podcast, we were out in my backyard trying to put bamboo on a fence unsuccessfully, <laughs> right? So yeah. I'm I'm buttoning up the last little details in my house. Um, literally, it's going to be buttoned up in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Plants in the backyard now. Nice. Yeah. And uh, apple and pear trees coming in soon, mm-hmm. in a
0: few days. I'll be coming around to get some of those.
1: Yeah. And I have a stream in my backyard now too. So you, which you helped me with? Yeah,
0: nice. yeah, that was successful.
1: Very successful. I should put a lot of this on Facebook since everybody's been hearing about yeah, my trials so and tribulations. Yeah. The last
0: they're thinking it better be worth it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but I have a nice new uh, rubber uh, uh, sort of patio outside my office mm-hmm. to uh, do ex- exercises with, body exercises with. So that'll nice. be very useful. And I have a three foot Buddha to to sit and meditate with. So nice. It's all going to be
0: good. Keep you company.
1: Yeah. But uh, now that all of that's winding up, uh, I've begun to, okay, how do I get back to a regular schedule? Right. And the solution I came up with, uh, again, uh, consulting one of my best friends who's a time management person. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's come up with uh, tools for me that I might, I might, I might talk about later on, I'm just developing from them for myself. Okay. But the main thing that we're doing now is we've got together on Skype and uh, it's a, it's a good modern technique, uh, the modern buddy system. Mm -hmm. So every morning at seven o'clock we get together on Skype and I do, eye exercises and meditation and he does meditation.
0: Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. I I think I remember we did a podcast a while back on a support. network right as a as a way of being successful when your eye exercises and trying to get a group of people together or right meeting on skype and uh it's nice that you're really putting that into practice
1: yeah and skype would be a good way i'm just putting this out because people might really want to take advantage of it yeah because you can get up to three or four people on skype i believe fairly easily okay and so if you could um create a community of eye exercise people and uh, just agree to come together at a certain time. Mm-hmm. It's really very straightforward. You, it does force you to actually take a shower and look decent because <laughs> early in the morning. <laughs> early in the morning, there have been days. Steve and I are very good friends, so there have been a, a morning or two where I showed up right out of bed, not yeah. looking so good. But uh, it yep. kind of
0: like gets you the motivation to mm-hmm.
1: uh, get going because you can't let that person down.
0: So. Yeah, I found in the end, uh, even just going to the gym. Uh-huh. I just I just lost motivation going there and sitting there for two hours working the weights. It was just too boring. Yeah. So I started doing uh, yoga classes and, you know, yeah. spin classes and all these other kinds of classes. Because like you say, I felt more driven to have to go there and actually do it. If I was part of a community or mm-hmm. I knew the teacher would say, where were you last week? Or, you know, some sort of a... Right. Nine, nine times out of ten, once you start doing it, you feel great and you're really glad that you did it.
1: Right, and I haven't Absolutely. missed a day since I started doing this this whole week, so Excellent. Um it's definitely a very useful tool. Um mm-hmm. and Skype makes it very easy now. I mean, and we're not even paying anything for it, so Yeah. it's pretty amazing.
0: Yeah, I wonder if people could even use our fan page to maybe reach out to other people and see if you know yeah. the, the most difficult thing is is with the eye exercises is so few people really know about it. Right that a few people are doing it so it's difficult to find someone you know we're so lucky here in Mm -hmm. san francisco that you know we we work with a lot of people that do their eye exercises and we've got our own little community Mm -hmm. Um, and i could imagine it's very difficult i mean even myself when i first started doing eye exercises in london well no one else was doing the eye exercises. you know they don't even exist so you know how could i do them with anybody else and maybe if I had somebody that I could have met with on Skype, mm-hmm. no matter where they were in the world, then it would have been good to, uh, to have done that and done those exercises.
1: Exactly. And you could meet with someone potentially across the world. And if you could figure out the time frame, you know, maybe you do it <laughs> in the morning here and then the evening, you know, early evening somewhere else. So there's still light out. Yeah. Um, but, and my friend Steve and I, uh, do talk about, you know, we get into philosophy and meditation mm-hmm. topics just for like five minutes at the beginning of the end, which makes it even a better experience really. And nice. how, and how that, uh, his meditation experience is helping him. And I can talk about my eye exercises mm-hmm. and it's,
0: it's really good. Good. And we have to make sure you keep us updated on, uh, on, on whether it keeps going and then any observations.
1: Yeah. And I'm uh, my next plan. I think I talked a few weeks bo- back about setting a, a list of priorities, and that's mm-hmm. been one of the time management tools I've used. And then now my next task, which I'll talk about once I've done it, mm-hmm. is to do a, a a set of projects um on a list basis so that I have a to-do list. Okay. You know, within I exercises within the website things like that. So Excellent. that's that's the thing, the next step for me. Good. So, yeah, that's
0: so, and and I think you, you've used the right word there, the next step, because mm-hmm. you know, I'm the kind of person that just jumps straight in. Yes. Yeah. If I do things on a slow basis that they, they tend to never really pick up and if I dive in feet first, you know, yeah. getting up at five thirty in the morning and just doing my exercises then then I'm more likely to do it. But you know, I'd certainly there's a big argument for it being a process and taking right. it step by step and you know, especially with the exercises and with the programmes Okay, you, you don't do the whole program on Monday. Right. Uh, maybe you do a couple of exercises and then you do that throughout the week. But then the next week, your aim is to maybe try and do three of the exercises. Yeah, that's a good point. And sort of start building it in, in instead of jumping in, in right. first. Right.
1: You know, I'm, I'm an old pro at this. So I, But even I, we, we started out, Let's just do tw- let's just commit to 20 minutes mm-hmm. first. So we did that for a few days. And then I said, okay, let's, let's up it to 40 minutes. And then, uh, next week we're going to up it up to an hour. So we're just sort of gradually ramping it yeah. up. Yeah. Um, it's- and then having the little chat before and after really is, it's a good support, mm-hmm. uh, for doing that. Excellent. And you can talk about your barriers to doing the exercises even at that mm-hmm. point. So excellent. Yeah. It's a good idea. So how did your week go?
0: Yeah, good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, did uh i achieved one of my goals that i said that i'd set myself up for uh before i did the uh, unconscious not un- i was gonna say unconscious bicycle then but uh, that's probably that would be that idea. would be way more <laughs> dangerous than what you did um that you know i ended up riding a bike by accident right almost um in the in the sense that it was sort of forced upon me it was one of my goals that i'd set you know maybe two years in the future right and um I said that I was going to do a conscious effort um, to ride a bike so that it wasn't by accident and it really was achieving my goals. And uh, this week I went to uh, Napa Valley up in the the wine country and uh, rented bikes for the day. Wow. And uh, rode around uh, Napa Valley on the bikes. Nice. And I was sort of sort of anxious i was more anxious leading up to it than especially I was with all the drunk it. the drunk wine tasters <laughs>
1: driving around you yeah. might
0: have been seeing way better than they were <laughs> <laughs> well they yeah uh, they tend to all be in vans so, oh that's true yes uh, yeah. yeah so and and these are well-educated people richard they that's don't get true that's true figure. they don't do that yes so um <laughs> so yeah so we rented these bikes and uh, they there, I was. There was with a. There was four of us, and um, one of the guys there. He was. He was like five eight, All right. and I'm uh, five eleven. Right. No, sorry, the guy was five nine, and I'm five eleven. Oh. And he was like, okay, let me size up bikes. And so he gave this guy a, a normal sized bike, and he was like, Uh-oh. and how tall are you? And I was like five eleven. And it was like probably this one, and it was massive. <laughs> it was <this> massive, <laughs> really high bike, really wide handlebars. Oh like, no! I felt I was on a on a monster bike or something. <laughs> and um, so, when, and when I first we got out on the road, and I was um, on the pavement, and the steer was very sensitive. Steering the bike I rode before was sort of an old mountain bike, slightly rusted. So oh, it meant okay. that the handlebars were sort of kept straight in one direction. Right. This is, has more. Yeah. yeah this was a well-maintained movable. Yeah, yeah. More like a sport bike kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so, but it worked fine. And after a couple of minutes, I caught the right. the, the handle on it. And um, and it was a, so the Napa Valley, we were actually in a place, um, St. Helena. It's a small oh, yeah. town. Very nice town. And um, a place also there called Calistoga. Yep. And very quaint. Yep, small place so not many people around uh, people stop when you're crossing the roads ah, you know, the cars stop when you when it's you wine
1: cross. it's wine harvesting season too right were they were they grapes on the vine oh, I think they, they were, just yeah. har- they yeah, just there were were grapes okay. on the vine yeah. cool
0: yeah so after a little bit You know, going down these quaint—it was what I pictured as an American street You know, and it was full and the the leaves were brown. um, What was it? They sell quaint up there. uh, (laughs) California dreaming, Mamas and Papas is is all I kept singing in my head. Oh yeah, could have sworn I was on the front cover of of their album there for a second. I remember the image, and I just—I was fine. It was—it was just like uh, walking, just like riding a bike. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it was, For us, anyway. Yeah, yeah, it was just all the things that I've been practicing with walking, ah. tuning into my periphery, um, be, sort of being confident, doing the scanning with my eyes if I'm unsure about something instead of you know freaking out or staring. And you know, it was it really was just reminding me of how I used to ride the bike the whole time. Wow. And the the only time it got a little bit scary was going up sort of on the highway. Yeah, all the, all the you know the the busier roads. Well, and there wasn't much yeah. of a shoulder, yeah. and like trucks. That's scary going. to me too. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and that was the thing. That's what I realized. Everybody. Oh yeah, was scared about it. Um, now, of course, we ended up getting up there late, and the whole time on well i have oh. a, i have a, the pumpkin hour which is when, oh. it gets, when it gets dark right so as soon as it gets dark i know that you know, it's over you know yeah. as, as confident as i want to be i know right now that when it gets dark it's very difficult for me to see and to ride a yeah. bike in the dark i think a, a white cane in front of the bike might not work <laughs> yeah, so yeah. well yeah or like big big uh, floodlights big lamp, <laughs> like a sports stadium on top yeah. of the bike that would work and um so, I always had this this thing hanging over me the whole time, so I was always sort of trying pushing people, you know, yeah, that yeah. we needed to get back by this time. Why is he so tense? yeah <laughs> but luckily, the people in the store said we had to be back by dark oh good, uh, and i I checked sunset time before I left, so i, I was making sure I was good. telling everyone all the time what Jessica was there too, right, yeah, oh, so okay, but good. I wasn't um. I wasn't being; it was just at the back of my mind. And once I started riding, I felt so much more confident and got relaxed. And we did pop and do a couple of wine uh, tastings <laughs> in a few, just for good measure, yeah. yeah, in a few places. And I mean, I sort of wanted just to do a nice bike ride, and I think we're going to do that next time. Yeah. The people I was with kind of wanted to do a bit of wine tasting. Oh well, yeah, which which is fine, and it, yeah. and it, it certainly yeah, calmed the nerves, so to speak. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll post a couple of pictures up on, on Facebook. I also met the friendliest policeman or cop, oh. um, in America. Wow. We we were, we parked our bikes up and went to take some pictures of the mountain and the, the cop car pulled up and I thought, Oh no, no, no. I thought they're just you're you know, trespassing we're or something. illegally parked our bikes oh, yeah, or Right. He was going to breathalyces or, or something. <laughs> and he just said, do you guys want a picture? And he he took a picture of us. I was like, wow, Wow, you're the nicest cop I've ever met in America. So, yeah, really, really pleased about that. Uh, My confidence was really, really built. And I'm looking forward to then going up and do a whole day trip. We were only only really fitted in the evening. Mm -hmm. Uh, We zoomed back in the evening to get back before dark. And, um, yeah, a real successful trip. Yeah. And uh, boosted my confidence. And it was real I sort of laughed a little bit, really. I, I built it up so much more than I needed to. Yeah, isn't that a, the case? And I really needed just to jump on the bike, jump on the horse, and get going. Yeah, in. Maybe horses, that should be, horses. Maybe that be of my, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take I, a while before. So <laughs> maybe, maybe I should ride a horse that uh, that has only peripheral vision, or we're sort of. You know, it, it might actually, I've ridden horses
1: plenty because uh, my ex-wife was into horses, but mm-hmm. uh, it, it's not that hard. I don't okay. think you would have a much trouble. The horses really know where they're going most of the time. Well, so.
0: that's the thing. I don't know how you could be on something that has its own mind. That sort of scares yeah. me that could decide just to run off in a different, at yeah. least a bike has to uh, do what you tell it to yeah, do. Yeah, we'll have to do that. <laughs> we'll have to do that. So, and I guess the only other thing I noticed uh, this week is I've been you know, working so hard being in my periphery and I went to the farmers market again and now with daylight savings it gets darker an hour mm-hmm. earlier. And I was in there I was in the farmer's market and it got dark. And I, I was really surprised at how much I was struggling. Like it actually confused me. I was like, Why aren't I seeing that well
1: mm-hmm. right
0: now? Because I've been doing so well with my periphery and sure. And I guess part of it is that I've been learning to sort of be in my periphery as I walk around and as you've got the light you know, it lights everything up, things are moving, it's easier to see. So I guess I was kind of expecting the same thing to happen. But what I did is I started moving my central vision, actually almost, uh, almost using it like a walking stick or something, moving it mm-hmm. from place to place, almost shifting in front of me. Mm-hmm. And I could see, well wow you know it was i realized what i was doing is because i'm so used ah, to trying to work my periphery i just you keep your look central forward fixed, fixed forward yeah my attention's in my periphery ah, which
1: is not the way we all the rest of us do that
0: i guess yeah so. I don't yeah know. it's S- true so i was like wow this is really difficult and i thought ah, let me shift from point to point and see if things are easier to see yeah and my central vision uh, was picking up so much more information. I could see the kid on the bike. I could see right. the cone. I could see the store. I could see the car. And I was moving from place to place to place to place. Yeah. And it, it, I could see. It worked. It, it, yeah. yeah. It was really uh, fascinating yeah. to me. Anyway, I look forward to playing with that a little bit more and, and share that with our, our listeners a bit more in the future. But I, I was, I didn't think it was really going to work. And I was amazed that it wow. did. So very pleased about that. Yeah. So anyway, I think it's about a good time to move on to topic of the week.
1: And the topic of the week this week is teaching old teachers new tricks,
0: and uh, this this isn't a dig at any of our <laughs> teachers in the past. This it's is a dig at us a little bit. <laughs> this this really is a, a dig at ourselves here because we we really enjoy getting all the emails um, from our audience and and all the feedback that we get from everyone, and it's it's really nice to to learn from our audience as well. Yeah, and uh, I always found this myself as as a teacher. You know, it's always funny when, say, an eight-year-old kid teaches you a valuable lesson. Yeah. Um, and I've certainly had a few of those, especially teaching in London where the, some of the kids... Yeah, they're, they're like 40 at eight, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, when they go to stab you and, uh, yeah. and you learn a lesson to not work there anymore. Right, they've been doing prison time by the time they're... In... <laughs> <laughs> it's really not that bad. <laughs> okay, all right. Everyone should go. Um, but no, I, I always enjoy um, learning and, and I do find that a lot of time teachers get stuck in their yeah. own ways yeah. and their way it's their way or the or the highway and um if if you're not learning it's your fault yeah, because yeah. it's something you're not doing yeah. so um so this in particular relates to the i exercise express right and this this
1: may be somebody like me i we did the i exercise express and for me being an auditory learner i didn't it was perfect for me i could mm-hmm. listen to the uh, instructions on the express and get them clearly of course i knew the exercises too so mm-hmm. that helped so i didn't really see any problems with it mm-hmm.
0: at all so anybody that doesn't know the Eye exercise express uh, is a product that we launched several months ago and the idea is that we had 12 eye exercises um, that were timed yeah. perfectly to 10 minutes. Right. Uh, I know because I spent many hours trying to get it just to exactly. that 10-minute mark. You did. And um, the idea is that you know we've got a quick start reference guide in there, and we've got all the materials, all the PDF files. And we selected four main exercises that you should do right. for each condition. For each condition. So if you have macular degeneration
1: or glaucoma, there's a chart that tells you which... For exercises you should do and we actually have two bonus exercises for that uh condition as well Mm -hmm. and uh then we gave you all the printed material you would need like a cutting guide for cutting out black paper Mm -hmm. um some charts for doing uh, convergence or presbyopia exercises uh 10-foot chart and a reading a piece
0: of reading material that we use for various exercises called the large and small print and the, the reason why the eye exercise came about is we, you know, we were doing several surveys. Uh, we were trying to find out a lot more with our own clients, what it was that was preventing them from doing the eye exercises, because right. we know the eye exercises work. We see it every day mm-hmm. in ourselves and also with our clients. The trick is just doing the eye exercises. That how was, that was what them. we were trying to solve was how do we get them to do the exercises
1: and the main thing questions they came up was time and motivation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so
0: the the biggest feedback we got is, well, I just don't have time to do the exercises. Right. And the other one is that, you know, I'm just not really motivated enough just to get up and, and do it. So right. we really poked around a little bit more with, I guess, the motivational side of things. And one of the biggest things that people are lacking is And I don't don't want to have an ego about this, but us. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right. By us, I mean, you know, a coach, a teacher, somebody Mm -hmm. that can guide them through the exercises, um, tell them what it is they're meant to be doing with the exercise, and then they actually, you know, do the exercise themselves and, you know, start building a program that way. Right. So they needed somebody like us, but... Not us, because we can't
1: come through the uh,
0: computer. And more attractive when when it's auditory, you can picture. That's true. You can picture a handsome man. Way more attractive than long blonde locks. I don't know. I don't know what handsome is anymore. I know. (laughs) So this way, you know, we recorded the exercises. We did it to exactly ten minutes. Yeah, and then we did it in a way that it really guided you step by step, so that you had a virtual coach in your ears. Right. Whilst you were performing the exercise, you could do it. You know, we did it in real time, right? So that as we speak, you do the exercise, just like in our sessions where we're guiding somebody through it. So, you know, you really were getting that private session without actually having to meet with us. And then the other thing with the other motivational tool we put in there was,
1: why are you doing the exercises? So mm-hmm. we, in amongst doing the instructions, we really thought this through and wrote it all out mm-hmm. before we did the, uh, the audio tapes. Yeah um tapesers i guess it's an old term. that is a <laughs> <laughs> very old term yeah. old the wireless the, the, the I know everyone's yeah. enjoying this on the wireless <laughs> on the morse code mm-hmm. um so we thought through uh here's the instructions now we also want to incorporate why you're doing the exercises which was how the exercises are helping mm-hmm. your eyes anatomically and Uh, how the exercises exactly are getting your eyes to improve.
0: Yeah, we found with a lot of our private sessions, especially first-time clients when they came to us, that as we were doing the exercises, we were really trying to give them as much knowledge as possible why the exercises actually work because you know, we strongly believe that through education, people will do these exercises when they understand how they work, why, and that they actually can help improve your vision. Right. So the biggest barrier after that then was the time management right um, the the age-old excuse of oh i just don't have time right um, and we really wanted to try and tackle that right head on and i guess that's where that 10 minutes came from
1: yeah we did actually did a survey and said how much basically how much time are you willing to do an exercise for and that people said 10 minutes was a good medium length mm-hmm. and it worked for us because most of our exercises work at that at that level, yeah. So we we went ahead and said, okay, let's make them all ten minutes long, mm-hmm. and uh, that's when you went all that work to make them precisely <laughs> ten minutes.
0: And then being here in uh, Silicon Valley, just outside Silicon Valley, the the place of Facebook, Twitter, Google, Apple, yeah, ev- everything that's going on. We thought we would uh, jump on board a little bit, and we wanted to make them MP three files so that you can play them anywhere, yeah um on your iPod or on your I guess now Samsung's very popular as well we shouldn't be biased yeah um any device any MP3 device that you've got you can be out in a park you can just press play right um we also meant that if you're on your way to work you can just press play right. or you're on a lunch break you've got that 10 minutes you just press play on the device and you're doing the exercise
1: or for that matter on your, you can put it on your computer Mm -hmm. and take a break from the computer without leaving the computer to a certain (laughs) degree and just press pressing play on your computer and uh, taking a break that way as well.
0: Yeah. We're really trying to work closely with people that use the computer for extended periods of time, which is everybody now, which yeah, <laughs> it seems to be, um, and how, cause it, you don't have to have eye strain. You don't have to have red eyes. You don't have to have itchy eyes. You don't need to get headaches, right? If you use the computer in a sensible way, taking regular breaks, doing your eye exercises, then it can be fine. Yeah. A uh, perfect example was the other day. Um, when I was doing some work, I spent a good 10, 12 hours on the computer and I was my brain was a little bit fried at the end, but my, my eyes, you know, felt fine. And the yeah. next day my eyes felt fine. So it really goes to show that that sort of thing can work. Um, and we just wanted to make it mobile and not right. be so static. Right. Um, and we, you know, we were really pleased that when we launched it, that, you know, it was it was a good success. And yeah. we were getting great feedback from people. And right. You know, it it was a really useful product, but this is where the the old teacher became the the old teacher slash dog and how we need new tricks. Um, And it really came when we started getting feedback from our hard of hearing audience. Which
1: is a little embarrassing considering we're sort of from the blind community. That that we didn't uh, think of this earlier, but it
0: it was good feedback. Yeah. I guess the thing is, is that we, I guess we made a dangerous, assumptions are always dangerous, but I guess our assumption that is if somebody was working with their eyes that their vision wasn't necessarily that good. Yeah. So, you know, we would almost offend them if we did a visual product instead of an audio product. We thought we were
1: really smart to do just an audio product. And uh, lo and behold, there's a whole community of people who have problems with both. Mm -hmm. both hearing and vision or mainly their problem is hearing and they just want to improve their eyesight say from 2060 to 2020 something like that
0: so once we realized that this you know this was really was something that our audience wanted we thought okay you know let's let's do it let's let's make um a product for the hard of hearing so we thought the best way to do this was to to keep the 10 minute audios but shoot a video that goes with it and then we add subtitles afterwards right so uh so that's exactly what we did so uh i guess we're sort of calling it iExercise express 2.0 right i would imagine um mark 2 (laughs) oh mark 2 i like (laughs) that people would be like who's mark Ooh, i like that we might have to change everything now mark 2 is it very space safe yeah and um you know, it, it worked really well. I enjoyed recording the videos because it was kind of easy because we were just doing yeah. the video um, to how we did the auditory exercises. Yeah. So um, it, it, you really get to see us do the exercise and and how it was meant to be done.
1: Right. So we're demonstrating exactly how the exercise should mm-hmm. be done and we do it exactly in time to the audio. So when you're done, you well, there's many ways you could use this, but one of the ways is you learn the exercise through the video and then you could just listen to the audio mm-hmm. later in your again in your car in your you know in a park something like that
0: so we did the subtitles and uh, i'm very pleased how the subtitles worked out and that uh, in fact we weren't talking complete gibberish no i was surprised audio. too. Yeah, <laughs> like, wow, these, these guys know what they're talking about I know,
1: as i was correcting the, the subtitles <laughs> I'm like wow this is pretty good stuff
0: <laughs> so, uh, so we got it and, and we were, you know, ready to go with it. And then we started to realize, um, with all the work that we've been doing of, of really trying to, to get people to how to do the exercises the best way that this is actually a, a pretty useful product for everyone.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, we, and this is where my being an auditory learner, I kind of just missed it. It's mm-hmm. like, I learn well by, by listening to something, but a lot of people learn better by seeing something first. Yeah. Uh, including you. so
0: Yeah, and it really means that there's not that opportunity to misinterpret mm-hmm. uh, what we were doing. And, and I guess sometimes uh, people really want that, uh, not security, but they want to know that what they're doing, and they're doing it right.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: we really thought we had solved that with the audio. But I guess there's still that level of doubt until you see, see somebody it, yeah. do exactly what it is, and then you're like, right, I'm doing this right. Yeah. I'm going to continue doing this. And then I know I'm going to see improvements in my vision. Whereas we do know, you know, with clients, especially those that can only, you know, maybe they live away, maybe they live in Los Angeles or something. They can only travel up and see us every three weeks. Then you give them the exercise, they go away, they're doing it, they come back and they realize they've been doing the exercise wrong. Right. Um, it's a, a really good opportunity to make sure that you are following it, you're getting it right. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I like about it so much is that we recorded the audio first, so we were very yeah. descriptive. Yeah, we we t- in what pains we were doing.
1: Yeah, because we knew at that point
0: we didn't think it would be visual. We took mm-hmm. great pains to make the descriptions very precise. So. And it, it kind of came around the same time we were doing a lot of research into the whole visual learning, right. auditory learning and kinesthetic learning. Mm-hmm. And uh, what it made us realize is that we could sort of hit all of those right, um, with it being very descriptive of what we're saying mm-hmm. um, so that. You know, I mean, that's one way of learning. And it also means that you're digesting it in a separate cognitive way. Right. And then you've got the the visual side of it. You're seeing it happen and you're, mm-hmm. you're learning it visually. And then the third part is that you're doing the exercise yourself. So right. it's a real kinesthetic mm-hmm. um, way of learning. So before where we were talking about either one or the other, where well, you can hit all three areas by doing it this way Mm -hmm. and this is what's so valuable about having the private sessions but you know doing the website what we're trying to do here is not have to have you come out to us us. i mean there's obviously benefits to that but we really wanted to take ourselves to you and the audience so that you could get you know basically a private session without having to come here to san francisco
1: so that's how we got to uh creating the uh i exercise, i exercise express mock 2 I, <laughs> <laughs> actually we we're going to call it i think 2.0 it's yeah. not as exciting but
0: <laughs> well if anybody has any suggestions then uh, <laughs> feel free to let us know and we did uh, we did send out um, a survey uh, to our audience and, uh, and to our followers this week to uh, to try and finalize a bit more information because we want to want to get a little bit more on uh, finalizing the product and how it should be so uh, if you got one of those through your uh, I was going to say letterbox then we're really getting old fashioned yeah, we are. today uh, in your, in your inbox, yeah. then, uh, certainly let us know uh, your feedback on that. And, uh, next week we're, you know, hopefully everything will be in place Yeah, and, uh, we're, it isn't finished folks. So <laughs> we're hoping next week. Yeah. We'll be, we'll be talking about, you know, where these guys can get their hands on it and yeah. a little bit more detail on, on exactly what it is that they're going to get their hands on. Right. So I think it's a good time to move on to question of the week.
1: the question of the week this week comes from a twitter follower who has just had lasik surgery and is now uh experiencing blurriness at night mm-hmm. and wonders if that's normal
0: yeah it's uh, it's it's funny richard and i was saying earlier how we tend to get influxes of, of the yeah. same subject yeah in, in, a, in a couple of weeks and this couple of weeks really seems to be LASIK. It's LASIK week, Yeah, It's LASIK month. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, it, you know, it, it is sad um, yeah. that we do hear oh, about And we
1: seem to be hearing people who've just had the surgery. Yeah. Uh, I would think,
0: oh, I know why they're contacting They have problems. That's why they're contacting us. Now yeah. I think about it, yeah. So, uh, you know, things like myopia and astigmatism, that, that really isn't that severe, you know, that we mm-hmm. feel, and that LASIK is kind of a cosmetic a surgery really and the eye is such a fragile piece of equipment that it is kind of sad when we do hear from people that the lasik surgery um you know they're experiencing the side effects now of the right. lasik surgery and last week we talked about a guy that that had the surgery done and it didn't go uh well either it went well and th- their vision was getting weak Right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You know, something. uh, Yeah. His vision
1: was getting returning to being weaker
0: again Mm -hmm. after the surgery. Right. So this one um, and I I guess last week is that the surgery was a success. Exactly. And, And this week, the answer to, you know, is it normal that my vision gets blurry at night? Well, sadly and unfortunately, the answer is yes. Yes. So to both of them,
1: yeah, to both of them, you have normal surgery. (laughs) Your eyes could be getting
0: weaker and you have blurry vision at night. So one thing we felt this is really important is, you know, when we've researched this, obviously I'm sure at some point the doctors must tell you um, that this is a side effect Mm -hmm. because it is a common side effect. And what it is is when they do the LASIK. They're basically making glasses out of your lens. So they're they're shaving off part of the cornea. And they make sort of the the insertion, you could say, around the periphery of the cornea, around the uh, outside of the front of the eye. Now, when they do it, it leaves a very small scar tissue. Mm -hmm. You know, you're, you're cutting the cells and it sort of needs to repair there. So it becomes scar tissue. Right. Now, during the day, your pupils are constricted. I remember things like the sunning exercise where it, it constricts and dilates the pupil. We're exercising the pupil there, palming, the peripheral vision exercise. It all helps dilate the pupil. Right. So what happens is, is during the day, you don't, necess- you don't notice that scar tissue. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no light bouncing in a, in a different direction. So, but in the evening time, as it gets dark, our pupils dilate so that mm-hmm. we can get more light rays to the back of the eye, to the rod cells, so that we can see in the dark. All right. Which is why I have difficulty seeing in the dark, because those dysfunctioning rod cells, the, the night cells, aren't working as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I have difficulty seeing in the dark. All right. So what happens is as your pupil dilates, it sort of exposes the scar tissue. Right. So when you look at a light, it's hitting it sort of on a funny angle. It's, it's hitting the scar tissue. So you see halos. Yeah. I mean, if you're uh,
1: speaking photographically, you can imagine a lens. And if you took and sort of smeared Vaseline around the perimeter of the lens, the outside edge of the lens, when you stopped the uh, aperture down on the camera... It, you you wouldn't have a problem because the, the aperture would be small enough. It would be only looking through the middle of the lens. Mm-hmm. But as you open up the aperture, now you're using the whole surface of the lens. Mm-hmm. It's very similar. And now you'd get the, the halos from that Vaseline around the edge of the... Lens. So. so
0: now I'm sure if you said to your doctor, you know, before you have the laser, all, all we're asking here is you ask questions. You know, it's, right. you know, again, our aim here is to educate people, not scare people or put people off. It's just, you know, once you've got all the facts, then you make your own educated decision. Mm-hmm. And um, the problem with this is it's seen as a success. Right. So it's not all oh, well, the, the side effects are that you you're going to see yellow. Yeah. It's where well, you're going to have 20. 2020 vision, 2010 vision, I mean, you might see a little bit, uh, Something the dark, in that. a little yeah, thing, yeah. <laughs> um, but you're going to be seen t- 2020 and you're going to have, you never have to wear your glasses again and you never well, have to spend money get on glasses, weaker, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, except in a few years time. Yeah. So um, it's important that you, you find out about this. And also uh, we want to urge people that have had this done. The problem is when you're younger. Your pupils are more flexible, they're stronger, they can dilate and constrict Mm -hmm. more easily, so they dilate a lot more, which is why you can see the halo, whereas somebody who is older might not necessarily see the scar tissue because uh, through use and age, the pupil becomes weaker, so it doesn't dilate as much. Right. So a way around this is doctors are starting to prescribe uh, drugs, that yeah. prevent the pupil from dilating right. fully so you don't see the halos anymore. Isn't that nice? Um, <laughs> I would guess you wouldn't see that well in dark situations anyway, either. Yeah. Yeah. Because remember, the pupil has to dilate to get as much light in as possible. Yeah, So uh, not a great... Uh, Not huh? great, really, and, and then you're on <laughs> on drugs until yeah. you're old, enough. which probably
1: have side effects of some sort. Yes. Yeah, that the yeah.
0: pupil doesn't dilate. Yeah. So anyway, it's um, it's it's important that you know everybody knows about this information uh, as much as possible. Yeah. And uh, and unfortunately, yes, uh, blurry vision at night is the sign of a successful lasik surgery yeah and um congratulations yeah <laughs> <laughs> and we were trying to think how we could really help that and, and at this yeah. point we can't really th- think yeah. of anything now to overcome it because you are scarring the cornea yeah um I no mean, we have no solution to that other than don't
1: do lasik f- ahead of time yeah yeah
0: so but i mean this by no means you know we're getting more and more of these emails and uh, more and more people contacting us with this so maybe in time we we put our thinking caps on. There. Yeah, but unfortunately, I'm not too sure. Yeah, what you can do about that. Exactly. Okay, great. Well, even if you have had the LASIK surgery, then as we talked about before, there are still things that you can do to help improve your vision. And ideally, those of you that are listening to this podcast, you're listening it because you want to improve your vision naturally and you avoid such uh, invasive. Uh, surgery such as LASIK and you really want to try and improve your vision naturally and maintain healthy vision for the rest of your life and not just a short period of time. Great. So if you want to find out a little bit more information about eye exercises then you can head over to our website at envisionselfhealing.com and you can also find an e-book over there called A Modern Day Guide for Improving Eyesight that we're uh, revamping up a little bit there and again teaching old teachers new tricks and I, I we'll probably talk about that a little bit more in a, in a few weeks time. And uh, you can also follow us on Twitter and and just like the question of the week this week, you can contact us through Twitter or our Facebook fan page. And um, when we sort of get a a collection of emails and we see that there's a a growing concern, um, then we tend to answer those emails. So, you know, you never know, you might get one of your questions answered. So uh, please do send your questions in. And uh, I'll also stick up some pictures this week on Facebook of my uh, my bike trip up in Napa Valley. I, I cut out the ones of me drinking wine, um, but I will keep in the ones of us uh, riding the bikes, which is real nice. And maybe I'll put up some garden pictures too. It's, I think you should. You should. I yeah. think I think you owe it to our audience. You I never know. put up your you, up the uh, doorknob handles that you that you talked about that yeah, week. That was I maybe a, a month ago. I now. know. Maybe I'll do doorknobs and <laughs> and plants this week. Well, good luck with your eye exercises this week and we look forward to uh, catching up with you again next week where we're going to talk a little bit more about the Eye Exercise Express 2.0 and happy healing. And have a good week.